0: Let's uh, sit quietly for a few minutes, noticing your posture, noticing what you bring with you into this moment, dropping into the body. I, then I invite you to bring your attention to the movement, the rising and falling of your belly, and the sensations in the belly. So, dropping into the belly. Noticing the rising and falling and noticing whatever other sensations are there. So when you follow these instructions um, Notice if there's still a sense as if you are up up in your head and you're looking down upon your belly, a a sense of of an observer looking down or looking at the belly. So, when I ask you to notice your belly, where are you noticing from? And if you have a sense of that you're sitting somewhere up in your head and you look down upon your belly, see if you can relax and unhook from that. You unhook from the conceptual mind you unhook from your usual sense of self and you allow awareness to drop into the body into the belly and you start to notice the experience of the belly from where it is not from above not from the side from where it is So you unhook from thinking and from the central position in, in your head. And awareness slides down. And you notice the experiences in your belly from where they are. Probably the separate observer starts to reappear again and again Just see if you can unhook from that Notice how the sensations in the belly are known are experienced, but not from a central position. They are known and experienced from from where they are. What is experiencing the sensations in your belly? And is it the same which is experiencing this voice? If you snap back into the central position, somewhere in your head or in your chest, you relax, unhook. is experiencing the sensations in your belly when you unhook from the imagined central position in your head. Where are you looking? are there any questions? Um, also, if there's something connected with the other uh, with the other teachings I gave in this course, so if you have some doubts or anything, yes. You have the key phrase, yes, this too. Hmm. Uh, yes. Yes, this tool uh, is uh, is an instruction which helps me to uh, make a step forward towards acceptance. So, so if I sit in my meditation and something difficult turns up, then by my myself saying then what like the meditation instruction in myself. Saying then, yes, this too. So and that helps me then to relax into the experience and to embrace the experience. So it is just like another way of saying allow or let it be or embrace or hold or yeah, so. Uh, and this too is also like because you know when we start with this project project of allowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be things we exclude, like the difficult things or the boring things or the the things we are embarrassed about. So we we exclude them. It's kind of, hey, acceptance is good and I know, but this this I can't accept. And it would be stupid to accept this. Uh, And then to say, oh, yes, yes, this too. So when I say that in my meditation instructions I when I say this and I, I lead uh, then I imagine that some of some of the people listening they're exactly stuck in that point. Like they try to get rid of something or, and then they get this reminder yes, ah yeah right I was not supposed <laughs> to try to get rid of it I was supposed to try what happens when I allow it. Yeah. So that's Yes. Yes, this too. Mm. Yes. So, from the Shamata course, you uh, mentioned one pitfall uh, while developing uh, stable awareness mm. that was mistaking dullness when you sit down and mm. an hour goes by. Yes. And sits at your yeah. Asleep. Are there any more pitfalls to watch out for when? Doing a practice Mm. Mm-hmm. yes dullness is the same mm-hmm. so um, while training Shamatha, so you become familiar with dullness you start you start to get to know it and you start to get to know what an awake mind feels like an alert mind so and that's that you bring back you bring with you into the Rigpa practice. So, you you are, you are at that point. You are not going to confuse anymore the dull, spaced out state with uh, clarity and presence. Yeah? So, so you, you know the difference. Uh, the other uh, another topic I mentioned it um, is uh, to confuse open awareness with rigpa, Open awareness with rigpa. Like, open awareness is a, is a practice which can lead into the experience of regba, but um, it's not the same. And, and this, is, this is quite profound, and it probably takes some time to start to distinguish these both. It's also difficult to explain. I mean, there are some indications... And the biggest indication is, as long as there is a sense of I as the observer, it's not Rigpa. So that's why it's important also, when we approach the practice of Rigpa or Mahamudra, that we bring already a good understanding of emptiness into the meditation. So the analytical approach of the Madhyamika is really important. Not to fall into that trap of confusing, maybe even a dull open awareness with the experience of rigpa, and that by saying this, I'm not putting down the the power of open awareness and that it is a good practice and that it is good to do, yeah. But uh, it, it would be a trap to to say yeah, this is this is the experience of rigpa. It takes. Uh, it takes some time and it could be that in a way you will never be completely sure like is it a, i mean how how, how of course you, you maybe maybe you 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 can become Completely sure, but it's not a sureness in the conceptual mind. Mm-hmm. So the conceptual mind might always like throw up these questions, even after twenty years doing this and talking with the with the masters and and stuff stuff like this. But it, there is a kind of sureness, which is but which is uh, within the experience. It, it's it's not like in the conceptual mind, finding some characteristics. How can I clearly distinguish open awareness from Rigpa? Is that it? There's, uh, I mean, Probably if I think longer about this question there would be more things coming but one more thing came up Uh, and that is um, as all spiritual practices uh, a so-called experience of the nature of mind uh, can be be used to uh, bypass uh, so to bypass spiritual uh, like the growing up work no? becoming adult, becoming, becoming a, 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 a valuable member of of the society we live in, and so on and so on. So just uh, so the trap then would be to uh, feel I'm done. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. This is it. This is all there is. I'm one with everything. I'm done. Yeah. and uh, I mean to say I am done is already <laughs> 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 because the I will never be done <laughs> yes. so if someone says or feels I am done that's ego inflation um, so that's uh, so th- th- there I also would Say it's, it's good to um, do some growing up work uh, apart from uh, Mahamudra meditation or Rigpa meditation. So growing up work in terms of shadow work, body work, uh, some interest in your psychological history and to work through that a bit. Uh, so I, I would recommend that. Yes.
1: Uh, I have a question about
0: rebirth—there mm. um, is no,
1: there is no separate I which is sort of reborn. Mm. But there is—you could still have experiences of previous lives, or like with the reincarnated, for mm. example. Like how, how if consciousness is boundless, mm. and it's consciousness which is reborn. Mm. I just wonder how it works. <laughs> how <does> it work? <laughs> is it like a cloud, <laughs> looks like a random cloud?
0: Mm. <laughs> um, why? Why would you want to know this?
1: I think it's just. Mm, it's just now. My sister is not here today, but we argue not about this <laughs> because she is. In my opinion, maybe I shouldn't talk about her when she's not here. Yeah. But she's a little bit obsessed with previous lives. Okay. In my yeah. So when we discuss this, yeah. I know no answer to
0: her. <laughs> ah, her. Okay. I yeah. don't
1: think it works like
0: that, you know. That yeah. Because I can see an obstacle in being very interested in yeah. maybe I was this and I was that. Yeah. Why do you think it is a problem that she is obsessed with past nights? Yeah, obsessed yeah, is a not-so-nice word. Interested, let's yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interested, Interested in. Uh,
1: yeah. it's, uh, maybe it's like an identification. with. Mm. Or this is my view, of course. On what, but I could see that there could be like a sort of argument for there being a soul, which is mm. mine. Mm. I was... I was a dog and then I was a priest and then I was mm-hmm. a and I, can, and I can see all of that. Mm-hmm. And then there there must be a separate thing which is going through all of this. Yeah. So that that seems like to contradict that this consciousness is just bound. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: when this disappears then it goes back to the ocean but
0: then <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so do you have uh, a sense of continu- continuity uh, like do you do you yet apart from your sister? Yeah. Uh, do you feel there's some some continuity into pa- other realms or other times or, mm-hmm.
1: Maybe, well, maybe in the, in the experience of something, something seems to be already sort of known, and then that could be an experience of mm-hmm. this is not the first time I hear this, mm-hmm. or something like that. But I don't have such a clear image of mm-hmm. this must be my life. Yeah, yeah. This, I don't have that yeah. such a yes. clear image. Yeah. But I can see that sometimes it might be helpful mm-hmm. to have an idea of where
0: does this come from? Mm-hmm.
1: From a previous mm-hmm. one, you know, mm-hmm.
0: I can't find it in this one. But, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm I'm not so maybe not so interested really. I'm looking for arguments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Leave her, leave her. I mean if she enjoys this view and But also I can't <laughs> and and and, and uh, it's like I mean it's a common Buddhist view and, and uh, we don't say wonder how it how it, but we do unwonder really yeah. like
1: there is sort of because I once I, I discussed this with a, a Buddhist teacher, and she sort of said, you know, when when you die, your consciousness, if you're not if you have, haven't trained your mind, your consciousness will sort of panic, you know, mm. and just jump on the next mm. body, that could mm. be a rat or whatever. Yeah. But then there must be something that is jumping on the rat.
0: Yeah, that. and there must be something to jump on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Something independent, so already existing. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't no, sense. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, if people say, I, uh, uh, this person will be reborn like that, it's crap because you can't find the person and you can't find that. But when a, um, Rinpoche, so, your Lama says, I think I will be reborn in this
1: village.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah. Uh, well, there must be some something. something. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's one of these uh, open-ended questions <laughs> okay. uh, to ask and to explore and to um, yeah come t- to the edges of the conceptual mind again and again. So. So this in itself, uh, this uh, this exploration we are doing now, in itself can can be a path into not knowing, into into uh, uh, making the conceptual mind stop. So I I handle this kind of situation in different ways. Yeah. So one way is, uh, let's say I would talk with someone like your sister, no, take your sister out. <laughs> uh, let's say I talk with someone who is talking about past lives and future lives, and I can e- quite easily see it's a bit of a childish view, like you know, something read some, in some books, and, and, uh, uh, and uh, it's, like a, it's not a very sophisticated often way people think about this. You know, they think, okay, past lives... And they don't, they don't reflect on, okay, well, how, how, what's the connection? If there's no self, uh, then what's the connection? So quite often then, um, when I talk with someone like this, then I try to challenge this. So then I would ask, so what, is, what do you think, when you, say about, when you talk about I, I was this and this in my past lives, what are you referring to with the word I? Yeah, and then they come up with things, and then they say that's not you. So, show me the I which is reborn. What is the I which was, the, which was the past life? And nobody can show me the I. Of course not, because it does not exist. So then, and my my intention in, in that is then to kind of uh, 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 make this view, this simplified view some people have, a bit more flexible, again, a bit more wondering, uh, you know, a bit more awe uh, to the mystery, rather than say, yeah, karma and past lives, and, uh, and, and then finished, now I know, yeah, and I'm a good guy because you know, I purify, and uh, so, so that, that's one way. On the other hand, if I talk with someone who says, yeah, so there's only the body and the brain, and when I die, then no consequences, and it doesn't matter how I live my life because it's finished and, you know, and it doesn't make sense at all anyway, like kind of the typical materialistic point of view. Of course, then I would, uh, you know, then I would talk about consciousness and, you know, and then I would try to introduce a sense of continuation and uh responsibility also uh, and uh that uh, that um that to 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 somehow uh bring bring an experience of i'm my my consequence my, my action i have consequences yeah. so and so wh- how do i so for me r- This is, of course, a work in progress. For me, it is a sense that, I mean, there is continuity. And I can even start with this life. So right now, when I look, I can't find the I. I can't find me as Stefan. So... If I go back to yesterday, I can't deny the connection. There is a connection between yesterday and today. Or if I go back ten years ago, I I can see there is some continuity. But still, there is is not something solid, separate I-ness jumping from day to day. This is, I mean, I have looked for that a lot, so I, I came to the conclusion it's not there. But still, there is a there is a continuity, there is some connection, and from the ultimate consciousness point of view, there's no difference between me and you. So there is we are expression of awareness, of consciousness, like waves from the ocean, but there is also a difference. So there is also our individuality and you are closer to your experience than you are to my experiences yeah and so this what is happening there in this wave has also a certain history which one can kind of trace back and and then if i trace it back and trace it back i wouldn't come to a, to a to a moment where it started so I would there would be always a moment before, yeah. So in, in that way, the content of this wave and its consciousness and it's not you can't separate this consciousness from that consciousness, but the content of this consciousness, I can kind of trace back cause and effect, cause and effect, cause and effect. And then if I call this you, I mean I I call the whole thing you, yeah? I mean not like a separate thing, but the whole thing you. Um knowing that there is no you in it. There's just patterns and stuff moving within consciousness. Somehow uh, a bit like somehow in your like in your whirlpool. Yeah, in in in, in the whirlpool of your your wave. Uh, so, then I could say, I mean, then I could say, okay, uh, the patterns which are there within this stream of consciousness, or this wave of consciousness, I can trace them back to past lives. Yeah? But it's not you. It has not, I mean, it has nothing to do with you. I mean, the, now I talk, when I, when I say now you, I mean the relative you the one we identified with. Yeah. So the, your past lives have, have nothing to do with you, because you, are the, 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 you, are, you, you were not there. It, it was another person. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your future life will also not be you, because you will die. Definitely, you will die. The relative you with which we are identified will die. Stop. Yeah. But somehow I feel there is a continuity. I, well, I feel, this is what I, it's based on many other things as well why I say this. Yeah? So the, the, but, uh, this is what I kind of assume. I don't know, but this is uh, what I what I assume. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was yeah. Good. <laughs> uh I found this uh, this kind of childish view, which is actually often not the Buddhist view. No, when people talk about reincarnation and think about karma and reincarnation, they actually, uh, without knowing it, they uh, they hold uh, 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 like a, a Hindu, like a Hindu view huh? of an Atman, like of a of a of a. Soul, which is jumping from one life to the next, uh, and, and I found that difficult first because it is used for ego inflation. You know, when people talk about reincarnation, they all they tend to talk about Egypt or Atlantis or something like that, or you know, some. Uh, so it's just like you know, feeling special, and you know, and so that's of course th- difficult but the other there's this thing of guilt so when people adopt this view and then they get the teachings on karma then they make conclusion yes yeah i, I deserve this or uh, you no know, this is like a, a punishment or um, and so on and, and this is uh, this is uh, not you no know, this is not the teachings of the buddha this kind of guilt trip and uh, fear and uh, so it's important when people uh, uh, talk about a reincarnation that they don't make it you know this simple I was and I will be and so you, you as best as you can you deconstruct that by just asking okay what is the I show me the I without destroying a sense of continuity and this is um, it's not easy yes i heard a metaphor that it's like a flame being passed on from one candle to the next it's kind of like the, not the same flame but mm-hmm. the previous flame is the cause of the next one mm-hmm it's still changing moment by moment Mm. but it's burning Mm -hmm. yeah something like that Mm. yeah I think time is up yes you said something the previous time sending us some juicy Jack Cornfield stuff I didn't get it ah okay. I didn't send it <laughs> I forgot it. Yeah. Uh, some juicy Jack Cornfield stuff. Y- did I uh, talk about that book uh, which I was quoting from? No, said you had some in store that would Ah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I think I I was referring to the quotes I took from from this last book he wrote. Yeah. Yes, I will do that. Mm. yes okay so I hope it was helpful this uh, eight evenings I think eight evenings and yeah so if you want to explore either the three characteristics Madhyamika or the awareness practices um, I gave you some references you know, some books you can explore and one book which uh, i relied upon uh, this uh, course, which is actually including these three so the three characteristics madhyamika and uh, awareness of awareness practices and, and, and that's rare to find it in one book because usually you find a book either around Theravada three characteristic practice or you find a Madhyamika discussion of emptiness or you find Mahamudra Dzogchen instruction, instruction. So in this book is, uh, I mentioned it before, Rab Burbea uh, Seeing That Liberates. So it has the same title as as the course and the course I gave now. Uh, so that would be a book to, to get. It's quite thick, uh, but uh, it ha- contains guided meditation, so in script form, so it can be helpful.